0: Sometimes. Good to be in church, and it is good to sit before the Lord. I believe that there is anything we desire here is the very presence of God. anytime time we come here, my prayer is that people will sit in the presence of God, because in the presence of God, that's where there is joy, that's where there is salvation, that's where there is help. There's no help from any other place. The psalmist says that I will lift out my eye upon the Lord, unto the Lord, for where coming from my help. Never take God out from any equation. And anytime, whatever you're doing, I want you to remember that God is very important. Giving is very important, as I said. Sometimes people want to shy away or want the church to shy away from talking about giving money. But Jesus never shied away from it. In fact, Jesus spoke on giving and on other things in almost every part of his gospel, the gospel. Why are people always fighting against the church being prosperous? If world want to be prosperous is good, but if the church has to get what it takes to use it to help mankind is bad. <laughs> but that is the opposite. Any time God called anyone. He will also make provision for them. Money is the most powerful, tangible expression of our life. I don't see, um, listen to me very carefully. I say money is the most powerful, tangible. I'm not talking about, when I talk about, I say tangible. There are some powerful things that are not tangible, but I'm talking about the tangible things. If you hold money and somebody brings money around you, your life changes. Somebody gives you money now, even if you don't like him, you will like him. Sometimes money can make people even change their vote and their conviction. So money is good, but it might be properly used. So oh, God, Jesus said that you cannot serve Mammon and God. Yes. Money is not to be saved. But you can save God with Mammon. Mammon, you have to get it and save God with it. And I believe that whatever God gives you, it is for you to use to expand the kingdom. That should be your number one You are my one goal. Sometimes, I understand, the leader's uh, attitude can also affect the people, the giving. If you want people to give, we need to be self-giving person who practice what we preach. And I believe that we will not talk about giving if we are not, we won't practice it. God practiced giving. He gave his only begotten son. And because he practiced it, he can then tell man that you can also give. He's not sitting and folding his hand and saying, Men give, but he is the number one giver. So giving is our lifestyle. You give not only your money, you give your talent, you give your strength, you give your energy, you give Is sowing. You give friendship. And any time you give, you also receive uh, uh, something out from God. I want to read a scripture, Genesis chapter 22, about our father Abraham, from verse 1 to 19, but I'm not going to read all the 19. This is when God spoke to Abraham after Abraham have suffered, have waited, and have been have been waiting and praying and waiting and almost lost hope. And God at the end, He then had a promise, which is Isaac. Then after Isaac got a certain age, and Abraham got fond of Isaac, here is God who came to Isaac as Abraham said, Abraham, go and sacrifice. I will be reading verse 1 says that now it came to pass of a very since that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only legitimate son, Isaac, whom you loved, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a bent offering on one of the mountains, of which I shall tell you. So Abraham arose. I thank God for Abraham. When he heard from God, he did not consult anybody. He did not argue about it. He did not analyze about it. Why will he get up to do it? Because he knew that God which I was talking about to you that you have to have a personal knowledge of God. This God appeared to him when he was nobody, when he had no son, when he could not produce a child with with his, his wife, Sarah. And out of when he was almost 100 years, this God Honored his word. So he knew that this God who gave me this son, if he's asking the child from me, I'll give it back. The only way we fail and find it difficult to give to God is because we don't recognize that what we have is from God. If you recognize that what you have is from God and he asks from you, you you can easily release it. If you think it is your strength, your power, your everything that gave it to you, it will be difficult for you to give to God. But if you know that he is the one who gives us power to make wealth, then you know whatever comes out is a seed that you are sowing. And whatsoever a man soweth, he shall reap a hundredfold I just I love this man so Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place which God had told him so it's not every place that you give There are places where you give, you're throwing away your money. God has places which he will register in your heart to give. So God showed him, so he obeyed and carried the child, walked many miles, passed many hills, passed many mountains to where God commanded him to go and give. I hope you're getting me. And I loved it. Then on the 10th day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. What a certain sometimes such a journey. You pray that you'll never get to your destination. You pray that you'll never get there. But ultimately after three days, he got there. Jesus said, pull this building down. The third day, it shall rise again. You kill him, the third day, he will rise up. So he got, and the third day he got there, where he's going to get the resurrection of his child. Oh. And Abraham said to his young man, I love this statement, stay here with the donkey. The Lord and I will go yonder and do what? And worship to Abraham, it is worship. It is a matter of worship. Abraham, worship. He said, all of you should stay here. The business is between myself and the gift I'm going to give. We are going to use this gift in worship. So giving is a worship. It's part of our worship life. So anytime anybody attacks your giving, he's attacking your giving life, your, your worship life. So, I love it. And he said, and we will come back to you If it's your Bible, underline it. And we will do what? Come back to you. Abraham knows that giving to God is not a loss. Whatsoever you give to God, it is not lost. Don't let anybody abuse your mind that giving to God is a loss. He said, we will come back to you. So in his heart, in his mind, he knows, he doesn't know what will happen, but he knows that you cannot give to God Isaac and not get Isaac back. But he said, whatsoever you sow, you shall receive the same. If you want friendship, Sow friendship. If you sow friendship, you'll get many friends. Some people say that, oh, pastor, the church people are not friendly. And I look at them, and I know that they, the problem is not the people. The problem is them. They say, oh, pastor, when things happen to me, people don't come. I ask them. Have you ever attended somebody's wedding before? If no, who are you expecting to come to your wedding? Have you sown into somebody's life expecting the person to show back to you? So, whatsoever you want to reap, I want you first to recognize that whatever you're sowing must come from God. Secondly whatsoever you sow expect to reap so he was expecting the fruit of Isaac to receive Isaac from God and this is the father of faith God said go and kill your son you are telling your people that i will go back i'll come back with my son this is fifth confession This is belief. Sometimes you can sow. The sowing may go bad. Don't give up. Hold on. You cannot beat God when it comes to giving. If you give your services to God, God will give you services back. If you give holiness, he will give you the fruit of holiness. If you walk truthfully, You will reap the fruit of truthful things. It is. So Abraham took the wood and they went. On their way, his son asked him Father, here is the wood, this is the fire. This is this, this is that. But any time, this is the only time we're going to do a sacrifice without a sheep or a lamb. And Abraham said, oh, I love Abraham. ka Zela-katari-inda. ki Then, I love it, and Abraham took the wood of Ben offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, my father verse 7. And he said here I am, my son. And he said, look the fire, the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? This alone should make you change your mind as a father, as a loving father. And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for burnt offering. So the two of them went together. God will provide for himself. Tell somebody God will provide for himself. That's where we had Jehovah Jireh. God shall provide. God will provide a lamb for himself. Truly, his confession manifested. When it got to a time for him to kill his son, a voice came. That Abraham, Abraham, don't touch it, your son. For I now know that you love me. Somebody say, so didn't God know? God knows, but he wants to test your heart. If he knows, you will fail. He won't even mind you with the testing. (laughs) He knew the heart of Abraham. I said, now God knows. Abraham, don't touch the child. And when Abraham looked, I don't know what happened. Some lamp was caught somewhere, tied by a rope which is not made by man. <laughs> said, Abraham look? Go and loosen it. And Abraham went and losing it. Some of you. Your lamb, your promise is tied somewhere. And as you move and obey God, it may look impossible. Why can you get a sheep and a lamb at that place? Far away place. But God knows how to provide. If you're sick, God can provide to you healing. If you lack friend or a husband, I say, oh God, now I look around, there is no man. I have grown, all my classmates are married, God will provide. Tell somebody God will provide. God is a God that provides, a God of provision. And there, exactly what. Abraham said, he said, I am going to worship in the land and we will come back. Exactly the confession he made, he went back with Isaac again. Don't change your confession. (laughs) No matter what is happening, even if the doctor says, you're going to die tomorrow, don't change your confession. I had a very, somebody brought me a testimony. Maybe next week I'll tell you. On giving. I went to dedicate a, a place, they wanted to turn to a place to a church. And the Lord spoke that some people, people who come, those who are touched should come and give. I think one or two people, one of them, came, and I asked them, don't just give without expecting the result. Not because I said it, but because you're convicted. The report that came, the man said, either they were, he was having problem with a place he was living, And as of now, he's built his own house, got a great job. That he was struggling even to get a job. And now he asked, God when he was put, he said, God, I don't know how I can build a house. I don't have a land, but I am showing this. And this is a true testimony, a true testimony I can't stand here and lie. And the guy, he sent an email. That prophet, as I'm talking now, I am in my own house with my family. No landlord is troubling me again. It is just a brief and a short time God worked a miracle. I believe in the miracle working God. Whenever you're given, don't see God as a man. Because man has limitations. God do not have limitation. So when you put man in the shoe of God, your faith will be limited. Just put, see God as he is. That out of nothing, he can create something. That is how Abraham knew him. Calling things which be not as though they were. Go with this God. Serve him with all your heart. Give him your best in your heart. God will reward you safely. In Jesus' name. God bless you. We have come with